0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of I Hope You're Content With This Content Podcast. I thought we'd do this month's episode a bit differently. Up until now, it's been a sort of one-on-one interview style with just one guest, who basically does my job for me. But I thought, if one guest can do my job for me, how much better can two? So today, we'll have a couple of my friends as guests, um, and it'll be more discussion than question and answer. Given that it's June, and under normal circumstances, Pride events would be happening. I thought this month we'd discuss representation of minority groups in TV and film, and particularly LGBTQ plus representation. Hi, um, I was wondering if the two of you wanted to introduce yourself just um, before we get properly started.
1: Of course. Uh, I'm Dylan and I am a trans man and I am pansexual. And this is Risu. You do it. Oh, okay. Risu is a trans female and I don't know your sexuality. I don't either. (laughs) It's fine.
2: (laughs) I'm just confused about most things, so hey.
1: Mood.
0: So um, how are you both doing? How are you both dealing with
2: the pandemic?
1: Not too badly.
2: I just do the same as always, just sit in my room playing on my computer. (laughs) So not much different.
0: (laughs) fairs. I mean I did a lot of that anyway and I've been doing a, a, a fair amount more now.
1: And I've uh, been playing a lot more guitar.
2: Oh I didn't know you played guitar. Yeah. Or maybe Thank I did and I just forgot.
1: <laughs> Probably.
2: So um, this
0: episode was intended to be about representation in general but more specifically given that it's June Pride Month queer representation. So first of all What is it? I think that's a good basis to start from.
1: Of course. Risa, would you like to take this one?
2: It would take me like 15 minutes to think of an answer.
1: I'll do it then. So, queer representation or LGBT representation is just showing in the media and like TV shows, films, things like that, Um, people that are LGBT. And it's more than just like, oh, this character's gay or this character's lesbian. It's about all all the spectrum, so gender and sexuality.
2: Yeah, I yeah. Would say. I would you got it good. Did
0: you have anything to build on, recently?
2: Um, no, not really.
0: Fair enough. And then, does it even does it even matter what it is?
1: Uh, I would say it matters to the. I wouldn't say it overly matters what people's perception of it is, like what re- what their perception of representation is, but I would say that it matters that it covers all the spectrum rather than just lesbian and gay. Yeah. So certain parts of it matter, but not necessarily how people portray or how people see as representation. Yeah. That representation could just be like a rumour that oh this character's not straight or this character is trans like there was the whole thing with Dipper from Gravity Falls apparently being a trans man and things like that which you could say is representation too so it depends on your interpretation which doesn't really matter
2: Hmm.
0: yeah Yeah. Um, so I, I was gonna ask kind of why does it matter but it seems that you've kind of um touched on that a bit um with that and um, that is about kind of all of the the spectrum of, of gender and sexuality um and it's also i suppose the way that it's done
1: yeah
0: it seems yeah. I don't know.
1: i'm
0: just sort of trying to summarize what you were sort of saying with that um i don't know correctly if yeah. i misunderstood
1: um, Of course.
0: but that seemed to be what you were saying
1: yeah you know you're right uh
0: can you think of any examples of particularly first of all we'll start on the positive side of particularly good rep that you've seen
2: in tv and film okay so
1: i would say there's rizzy do you want to take this first
2: um look one thing i thought of would be sort of like steven universe with like ruby and sapphire
1: mm. <clears throat> Yeah, we also we were looking at. I was looking up just before. This Peridot is actually non-binary. Hmm. Um. Is there any others you can think of?
2: I don't watch enough TV.
1: That's fair. No. Um. I would say. Um, a good asexual representation is Todd from BoJack Horseman, because it's not made a big deal out of, but it is covered. And asexuality is something that isn't very rarely. Isn't very often covered mm-hmm. in um, media, and as I said before, there's the whole rumor that was never really denied by the creators that the Dipper from Gravity Falls is a transgender man because his tw- they were look bio- they were identical twins him and Mabel, which would be impossible for them to naturally come out as opposite genders. And he has a big deal about making sure everything he does looks masculine. sense. A few sense. other little subtle hints that
0: mm-hmm. changed. That's um, from what I mean, I don't know very much about that specific example, but from what you're saying, it seems to make a lot of sense that that would be the case.
1: Yeah, the creators never confirmed it, but they also never denied it.
2: Hmm. Mm. Well.
1: So you,
2: no one can be entirely
1: sure, but I think they're willing to go with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, from what I hear, um, a lot of, or at least it, maybe it used to be, I, I I guess um, it is increasing now, but I guess sometimes it is the, I don't know how to sort of explain it. Sometimes the, the representation is only kind of based on a rumour, not canon in the, programme necessarily, I mean, if the, yeah. um, like, sometimes the community might kind of base their idea of, we think this character might be trans, for example, um, based yeah, on like, kind of rules and stuff, and it's not necessarily confirmed.
1: Like they did in Frozen, with Frozen after the first film, everyone was like, Elsa's a lesbian without ever, it ever being confirmed.
2: <coughs> yeah. I haven't seen the second film yet.
1: It's disappointing, which I'll cover oh. later.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I have heard disappointing things about the second film from mm. all sorts of angles, but I guess also in terms of that representation argument yeah. that people yeah. thought that she was a lesbian. Uh, but we can we can talk more about that later we can on. we talk
1: more about that
0: later. So we've mentioned, I suppose, particularly good rap. Is there anything that stands out as being... This is a terrible way of representi- representing um, the community.
1: Okay. I know this is quite a, a little bit different, but I would say shows like super drags because that was, it had in mind that the fact that only gay men do drag and like portrays that a lot of gay men are like that. And don't get me wrong, I like the show, I thought it was a really cool idea, but I think it wasn't necessarily the best representation.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I sort of see what you mean.
1: Yeah, in, um, in terms of reality TV, there's also, in, in the same aspect, there's RuPaul.
2: Yeah, RuPaul, the, mm. that's the one I used to watch.
1: Do not stand RuPaul.
2: We used to just sit and watch it as a family.
1: Oh. just
2: like a family activity and yeah. watch RuPaul's drag race
1: mm. like don't get me wrong I was when RuPaul first came out I thought it was a really good idea to like because I felt like a lot of people only saw like drag as not a very common thing and was only done like in certain circumstances but I think it gave a lot more attention to that and gave queens the Platform they needed, but at the same time, he is very much against anyone but gay men doing it. Even though drag was started by women, Hmm. I never knew that. Hmm. Yes, he's kind of transphobic when it comes (coughs) to that as well. He doesn't. He's. He's like trans women can't do drag, or at least can't. He won't let trans women on the show to do drag. Or women, it's all about the gay men. Apart from Scaredy Cat on the UK version, who was hmm.
2: Oh, I just thought it looked like a fun thing to do.
1: Yeah, it, well, it is, and it can be. But I think that RuPaul has a very stereotypical view on it, or like a very uh, biased view that only gay men can do it. And hmm. if you're, if you're hmm. not a gay man, then you're not really doing drag.
0: Hmm. I never knew that was what um, RuPaul thinks.
1: Hmm. Yeah no he got quite a lot of backlash for
0: it. Yeah I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I suppose something that I have read up on um, in preparation for this is um, I, suppose, I suppose more in the past but also um, probably still happens um, is the idea that the kind of the villains particularly I suppose in in Disney movies um, is the one that comes straight to mind is they would not be explicitly members of the community, but they would...
1: Show more of like the stereotypical traits.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. So why, well, first of all, could could you say that that would be a problem? Um, and kind of why, if that's the case, um, that kind of the particularly them being villainous characters?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Risu, do you want to take this?
2: I don't think okay, I've seen those Disney films since <laughs> then. Or well,
1: even just in general like, gay people being seen as the villainous characters in media. Uh, you got anything to say about uh, that?
2: Think of anything where I, that I've seen that would have that in.
1: Fair enough. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm an avid watcher of Disney films but I have noticed things like that and again, yeah, they're not they're not necessarily stereotypically like, they're not said that Oh, this character is gay, but I think portraying the LGBT stereotypes in a way that makes them look villainous is a very problematic thing, to say the least, because it gives young children the idea that if you're not straight it's a bad thing, or like that you're gonna turn out to do bad things, which I don't think is very good.
2: Although some people do like the villain characters of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, it leads to this sort of more attraction to villains, which again gives them the idea of, oh, if you're gay, you have to be a bad person, which can lead to things like fantasizing or like idolizing real villains or like real bad people.
0: Yeah, I was going to say something and it's gone out of my mind Uh, so maybe we should move on um so less specifically um related to the lgbt community um one group that often suffer no or or less representation and even sometimes when they are on screen it's not in the best way i suppose
1: yeah
0: is um people of color
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: um just in, in general there, I would say massively underrepresented on TV, like the, the, I would say the majority seems to be white people on TV. Mm. Um, and I suppose oh, definitely. even within the queer kind of rap, even within the LGBT plus rap um, as such kind of that, it seems to be um, from, from my research that even kind of within the marginalized, that, that marginalized community, they are a, minority even
1: still marginalised yeah
0: yeah so would better or, or more kind of diverse that is to say more people of colour on screen help people better understand um kind of unique problems for people of colour
1: I would say so yeah Rizzy, what do you have to say about this
2: um I was thinking that sometimes when there is like a, some diversity it seems forced because the company or whoever's like making the film or the show feels like they need to add it in. So they're kind of just like forcefully put them in without much thought into it, I guess. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it leads to this sort of tokenism as it's called, which even South Park have a jab at by having the one black kid in their class or person of color in their class called Token to kind of take a stab at that yeah because it just yeah it goes to show that even within the community and especially within the community i would say a lot of media portrays lgbt characters as white and i think that it then creates issues in real life for lgbt people of color and i think this is especially prevalent It's especially prevalent at the moment with, um, the Black Lives Matter movement to be talking about things like this, because I feel like people, when they feel represented, it, even if it's not necessarily in a way that portrays them personally, as in, like, it, even if Say you're you're a person of colour, and you see more people of colour on the TV, it makes you feel more respected in society.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just as a sort of sort of side note, um, I think she has interviewed about this. Um, Stephanie Beatrice from um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. She said that she was surprised that they had two that they had two Latina women in Brooklyn Nine Nine. She thought that they would kind of Go for the only having one um, thing, which is kind of the forced diversity, if you like. Like, oh, we have to have one, so we'll have one, and that will be it. Yeah. Um. Which. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's because so cert- well, especially within non-media places, the workplaces. And now I was guessing workplaces too. There's kind of the not a law, but expectation that there is at least, especially, well, in media, at least one character of colour, which kind of, in itself, shows as a the problem when there's the expectation that you have to do it.
0: Mm. Because also, if it's an expectation, that means it's not always done, which is like...
1: Yeah. But it's... It, it, I guess it's so that... It sucks that it's an expectation that it has to be mm. done, because it shows that it's not just a normality.
0: Yeah. This is... um. Because it's I mean, not,
1: I could, there's, no, there's no expectation that, there's, there's no thing that, like, I expect this character, this show, to have at least one white person. It's only with marginalised groups, which shows, yeah. yeah, the fact that there has to be an expectation shows that there's an issue.
0: Yeah. Production companies and stuff get congratulated and rewarded for including people that are seen as different, if that makes, like, more... Like members of the, the I would say, members of the LGBT plus community or um, people of colour. I and mean, it shouldn't be this is kind of my thinking, it shouldn't be something that they're congratulated for, it should just be something that they do it's normal. without thinking. Yeah,
1: yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't have awesome. to be yeah, shouldn't be something that <coughs> has to be congratulated for doing. It should just be something that happens.
0: Yeah, it's um a frustrating topic. Sometimes yeah. because it's not it's not kind of the norm to have that um yeah and is it um if we go kind of because we <clears throat> have spent quite a while now talking about um, specifically kind of people of colour and representation but if we take this back to kind of LGBT plus um representation would you say that it's important for characters to use those labels or like for example <clears throat> some characters I would say I would say it seems to be that specifically with um, bisexual characters that um, it's kind of shown but they don't necessarily own it um, yeah. so what would you say it's important that they kind of use those use those terms and use those labels on themselves
1: um, Lucy what do you have to say about this
2: mm. Not really sure.
1: I would say I think we need some of both. I think some people, especially like you said, with the like bisexual or pansexual labels, especially pansexual, need I think having the label there and prominent is good representation. But at the same time not everyone likes having a label. So having some people some of them that don't have a label and just kinda vibe really. Yeah, uh, is a good thing too. I think you, you need a bit of both because, yeah, good yeah, because yeah, labels are important, but not everyone likes labels. I mean, like, for example, again, with Nine Nine, most people at this point kind of clicked that Jake is not straight, <laughs> but he's never canonically put a label to it, and I think having that is a good idea. Mm.
0: Well, that is um, a subject of some debate, um, because Mm -hmm. there are those, as you say, that say that Jake is not straight in that program, but there are also those that say that he is, and like, for example, there are are times when he um, points out the physical attractiveness the physical attractiveness of, say, for example, Terry's body And some people would say that that would be a straight man being able to appreciate that someone else is attractive without finding them attractive. Um, Which, because obviously that um, is something that we don't see very often. So, I mean, there are two
1: sides to that. I I think having it that, especially with characters that are men, having them being able to be like that with man, men and not label a sexuality is a good thing on both parts because it gives some people that want more LGBT male representation that, but also gives it the representation of men just like being able to show their emotions and be more comfortable complimenting other men. So I think not labeling Jake is a good good idea for that it leaves it open to what you want to see
0: yeah that can be the thing Um sometimes if you don't put a label on it then it can be interpreted that the characters can be interpreted in kind of different ways depending on what you think is important to see mm, yeah and as i say
1: uh,
0: jake is a really interesting character um with regards to that
1: yeah definitely
2: I, I haven't have seen, seen, seen the show, so I don't really.
0: You need to watch it. Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, Nine amazing.
2: It is. Okay.
0: There are so many reasons why Brooklyn Nine is amazing.
1: Yes, um, definitely.
0: Uh, speaking of, um, I mentioned, as I say, I mentioned um, Stephanie Beatrice Beatrice earlier, and in the in the kind of opposite way that. Jake can be seen to be by, but doesn't explicitly say it rosa her and car- uh, stephanie's character does explicitly say it um and she had something really interesting to say about that representation um that she you know, portrays um so I, I think I thought I'd just read that because it is has a yeah, lot yeah. um which is um she says. There were a lot of lines we put, we put in when Rosa came out to her parents that were things I really wanted to stress. Like the phrase, bisexuality is not really a thing. You'll grow out of it. It's just a phase. Well, you can still marry men, so there's still a chance. Get ready for that conversation for the rest of your life, right? She says, people will look at me and say, but now you're straight, right? No, that's not it. For the rest of my life, my sexual desires will include my gender and other genders just like when you marry someone, your sexual desire for other people just doesn't drop away and disappear. Yeah. The main thing for me was that the character said bisexual and that she said it so many times. She yeah, named yeah. her sexuality versus many bisexual characters that you see in television in the past that have just happened to date men and women and they're just fluid and sexy and sometimes they're a villain. <laughs> I think, as I say, I think we've touched on a lot of that. Um, kind of I thing. think
1: that 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 is a very good way of, like, stressing important <coughs> points, because, yeah, a lot of bisexual people get misrepresented, rep- I can't speak today, uh, when they get into a straight relationship, or a relationship with someone of the opposite sex, it's, oh, so now you're straight, and then they get, re- if they're in a relationship with someone of the same sex, they're gay, and there's no line of, actually, no, I'm bisexual. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, Bisexual. I especially think with bisexuals, there's the misjudgment that yeah they are this fluid, just inherently sexual creatures or beings. Yeah, fluid or inherently like just sexual beings that are generally, especially with bisexual women, there's always the whole thing of oh it means that they can have a threesome and things like that, which isn't true. Mm. Bisexual people just just can be bisexual and still be Mm. not sexual creatures or sexual beings.
0: Yeah, it's like often that seems to be a stereotype that bisexuals are kind of hyper-sexualized, that, kind of yeah. that is always in their minds. Um, mm. And also, as you were sort of saying, sorry, did you want to say something?
2: No, I just agreement. was just agreement. Fair enough.
0: And it, yes, it, you saying? Oh. Particularly with, as as I think you sort of um, mentioned, particularly with bisexual women, it seems to be the kind of whole idea of of they want to have threesomes, but particularly, but also the idea of kind of can be can be in a straight relationship, and yeah. then randomly kiss women at a party, for example, while they're drunk, and it doesn't mean anything, and that seems to be something that a lot of people think, and sometimes can be, I suppose, reinforced by that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Kind of representation it's obviously
1: not a, good, not a good thing, so with Stephanie's um, things she said, it's a really, really good way of putting it all across. I would say she did a really good thing by <sighs> doing that. Yeah. Having that label so openly out there and saying about all these things that are commonly said about that, oh, it's a phase, oh, you've still mm. got a chance, you could still be straight mm. and things like that. And then addressing them. Mm-hmm she did a really good thing
0: because like the story of roses coming out takes place over kind of two episodes um one kind of more focused around it and i thought that the the way that they addressed a lot of as you say a lot of the stuff that people often say and a lot of stereotypes and things i thought that was really good um the way they kind of dealt with that Mm.
1: next
0: question
1: sorry next question
0: (laughs) yeah um just a side note, that comment was made interestingly enough if you know anything about Brooklyn 99 in Vulture magazine.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I just thought that was quite funny.
1: <laughs>
0: Vulture's not a nice guy.
1: No. Um, I think we're on the question about queer baiting.
0: Yes. Thank you for um, that. So, so, what is it? What is queer baiting?
1: Lucy? Um, do you want to an answer?
2: I think I know this one.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: So it's when the character's actions lead you to believe that they are one of the types, but they actually aren't, something is that yeah. what
1: it is? I would say that, that that's a pretty good way of putting it. So there's, there's, there's either the fact that the way they behave or certain things they do lead you to think that they are LGBT, <laughs> or that the creators of the show, or like, there's a rumor going around before it's released, or just at the time of release, that this character that a character is going to be LGBT, and then then not. So, for example, with Frozen Two, everyone was saying, "Oh, Elsa's is going to be a lesbian. She's going to have a scene with Honey Mirren, and where, you know, that." The, le- the lesbian representation and then the film came out and that never happened.
2: Hmm.
0: Hmm. So I suppose also um, something I wanted to talk about in relation to that. Why is that such a, a problem? Kind of. Um, I mean, it's quite, I suppose, I suppose it could be clear, but kind of... Um,
1: but why it's why, an uh, issue? Sorry? Why it's an issue, do you mean? Yeah. So I would say it's an issue Because a lot of people now know that when a character has LGBT representation, people in that community are more likely to watch it. So saying they're going to be an LGBT character when there isn't is clearly just a monetary money grab.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I would say misleading people is not a good way of doing it because it makes people hopeful and then it's. Pairs their hoax down and shows that they're not brave enough or they're not willing enough to do that.
0: Because mm. I suppose also, even just from purely monetary point of view, if <clears throat> say for example there is kind of talk or, or rumors before that a character is going to be, say for example, there's going to be a lesbian character in said TV show, and then there is that also. Means and then people might watch it because of that. Yeah, I get that. They'll want to see kind of how that is portrayed, um, mm-hmm. and then it turns out it's not. It also then people would kind of lose trust in the production company, which also in kind of long term then means less people would watch it. So even from purely ah. monetary point of view, it doesn't make sense to me. Um,
1: yeah. So I guess it's a commentary.
0: quick quick term for money. Yeah, money
1: fast. Yeah, I would I would argue that queer is worse than <sighs> no representation. Because yes, you're getting the issues talked about, but again, there's just it's just a money grab, and you're just getting people's hopes up when for no reason. Whereas if there isn't the queer and there's no gay character, there's no disappointment, and there's no kind of backlash or anything like that. Yeah. I would say that queer overall is worse.
0: Hmm. D did you have anything to add?
1: Nothing oh,
2: really. I just agree with it. Fairs. It's fair enough. I mean I agree with what Lun was saying.
1: Not with quibbling, your eye. Know, yeah. yeah. Like that's what you meant.
2: <clears throat> yeah. yeah, um
0: I understood that, but I can see why that would be <laughs> not
1: Yeah, clarifying for so people that might
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I think it was important that you clarified that
1: <sighs>
0: mm. um, um oh yes <clears throat> queer baiting brings me on to disney i think um because they seem to have been quite um again correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems that they have advertised to have l g b t characters a bit and then not followed through if that makes sense and i i suppose mm. um even. That wasn't. I don't think that was necessarily um, from the studio itself. There was, and um, kind of rumors around Elsa being a lesbian, and then they didn't follow through with the kind of that was. Um, but I mm-hmm. suppose Disney does follow on quite well. Sorry.
1: I think no, Disney I- especially do it. So again, <laughs> they get them people in, and they know that even if they don't include the gay character or the LGBT character, there's not going to be that much backlash because it's Disney, everyone likes Disney, mm. but uh, it keeps, it gets people in, but it means that they can still globally release their films, because obviously certain countries wouldn't allow it in if it had a gay character, like Beauty and the Beast got taken down in a few countries because of um, the food, the Lafou. So I think it just keeps... Mm. Disney, I think, are very prone to doing it because they know it gets the money in and they're not going to get that much backlash. But it will get to a point where people are going to go, no, this is enough. <clears throat> can't keep doing mm. this.
0: Yeah, but I think they do do it quite a lot from what I've heard um, stories of yeah. Disney's first LGBT character and then nothing Doesn't. comes of it. Yeah. Or... um. I've forgotten what film it was in, but I remember reading about I think they did Disney did end up having a, a lesbian cop who like casually mentions her girlfriend for like she's in it for like five seconds, I think like a short yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit,
1: yeah and casually yeah.
0: mentions her girlfriend, and that's kind of it that's um, it
1: yeah
0: It's just look, we had a lesbian in our film um,
1: Now you can stop having a go at us. we had a, a lesbian <laughs> in the film for five seconds. we weren't queer baiting this time
0: some. Mm.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting argument Has to be said
1: Yeah, it's uh, Disney, like you said Are very prone to it I don't think that's a good thing at all
0: Yeah, I have lots of Notes about Disney in my notes um, I was reading um, In my kind of Research for this episode That their first Um their first ever character to... No, Disney Channel's first ever character. Not necessarily Disney, although probably, maybe. Um, first yeah. ever character yeah. to to come out as gay um, was in 2017, apparently. And, I mean, that's not that long ago. Like, that that's quite recent. Yeah. Um, and that, to me, is quite shocking. <clears throat> mm.
1: Yeah, that's very shocking, considering, you know for years it's been something that's been talked about and only three years ago it's something that they actually portrayed yeah Disney have a lot of things to work on when it comes to LGBT representation yeah because even again even with Toy Story 4 there was the rumour going around that Bo Peep was going to be a lesbian and then she wasn't
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, while watching that, I thought that was going to happen.
1: Yeah, and then she wasn't. I don't want to spoil too much for anyone who hasn't seen it that might be listening.
0: <clears throat> it does seem but to yeah. be some, somewhat of a trend with Disney, from what I hear. Um, I think I also read um, before it came out for Toy Story 4 that um, Woody might have been supposed to be by, but Ooh. I might be wrong. Oh.
1: I don't know if I ever read that, but it seems likely a Disney Disney at this point.
0: And then, as far as I can tell, there was nothing in it. Um, No. Although, being a toy, obviously, there was lots of reference to him being stuck in a closet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: True.
0: Not sure they necessarily meant that in that way, though.
1: No, I don't think that's what they meant.
0: (laughs) So, I have some statistics. Um, From... Um. Numbers (laughs) Numbers <laughs> um, Yeah So I'm just reading About Glad statistics Honestly I'm not 100% sure what it stands for Which I probably should be um, yeah. But I know Vaguely what it is It describes it as a media monitoring organisation hmm. That is really going to annoy me now I can't remember what it stands for and I should well,
1: I'd quickly Google
0: it Okay, thank you
1: <laughs> oh, is it just GLAD?
0: G-L-A-A-D.
1: G-L-A-A-D. Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. According to them, of of the one hundred and twenty five movies released by major U.S. studios in twenty sixteen, twenty three contained characters who identified as.
1: Um, LGBT
0: gay, sorry. Yeah, L- transgender uh, or queer. Yeah. Um an increase of less than one percent from the previous year. So it is increasing, but Only slightly. Only slightly. And is it enough?
1: That's no. my thing. Yeah, no, not at all. Obviously it's a good thing that it's increasing, but I don't think it's increasing at a pace that is good enough.
2: hmm
1: Really. Just, it's obviously any representation is good, even because in a way, even stereotypical representation is at least
2: acknowledging that it's there. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm.
1: But I think it needs to increase for yeah LGBT people and people of colour, and especially LGBT people of colour. Yeah needs to increase in order to make people, again, feel respected in society, feel like they're actual people. Mm. I mean, because if before we... Before this, me and Josh were looking through the list of canonically LGBT characters, and I found all of one black person. All of one.
0: Mm. There was, like, you, mm. I think you read about... Um, Something like 40 or maybe more characters.
1: And yeah, and I found one black one. person. Mm. the rest were all white. Yeah. That, mm. Yeah, which is shocking, really. Yeah. It's something that needs to increase faster than it is, definitely. Yep. You, like, you've got your representation now. what Well, we want equal representation.
0: In my head, it shouldn't even be... A thing that needs to be discussed like because the reason it needs to be discussed is because because there's not very much of it like when kind of all people are on screen um um kind of in equal proportions if that makes sense
1: yeah definitely definitely
2: then i think when it's yeah, yeah. The point where it feels, and it? not
1: having to feel like you have to yeah. reward a certain company or a certain director for including those type of people so that yeah to the point where it is just normalised and not oh you've done such a good thing for including these people
0: mm. yeah it shouldn't be something in my head it shouldn't be something that people are congratulated for oh look you included a person and people like this exist great There was a person on screen that looks like people and and acts like people who exist in real life. Great. You made your TV realistic. Great. Yeah, well done. (laughs) I mean, obviously, it isn't a thing, but it it is a thing because it's not like that. But
1: yeah. (laughs) Mm. And I feel like a lot of people that aren't in those minorities are saying, oh, there's already too much of it. Oh, it's all becoming too PC. But it's not. It's just because there's been an increase. Mm. I remember even people in my family getting annoyed when Bill was added to Doctor Who, who was a lesbian of colour. And my mum was like, oh, of course they've got to have, have a black woman that's a lesbian. of course they have. So, yeah. Yeah, they do.
2: They exist in real life. They can exist in TV shows and movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Honestly, yeah. Doctor Who have done some some amazing things for representation. They just don't care really well about what people have to say. They had a lesbian, a lesbian dating a lizard lady.
2: Nice. Nice. Yes.
1: Yeah. No, I think Doctor Who is in terms of representation on par with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hmm. Mm. Obviously very different in what they're about, but in yeah. terms of representation, very much on par.
0: I mean, they both involve police boxes, or can do.
1: True, that's true. <laughs> hmm.
0: <laughs> but what I find interesting, um, I was wondering kind of, if you thought this was an important thing, is that with, if we, kind of, as you mentioned, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I just thought it was important, um, that this be said, which is that Stephanie Beatrice herself is bisexual, and she worked with the writers to write that storyline, mm. which I just think is kind of important because that then means that it can be more real. Yeah. In kind of that context, if the LGBT voices are the ones that are writing those stories for those characters, um, yep. yeah. Then they can kind of base it off their own experience.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely, I agree.
0: So, um, is there anything else that you think needs to be mentioned?
2: Um,
1: uh no. Think so. I, think
2: I think we've done good. well. Yeah, I think
1: for so. For anyone still listening to this, I I commend them honestly. Yeah. But yes, yeah. thank you for having us on.
0: Yeah, thank you for being so um, open and discussing with her, with me. Of course. Thank you yeah, for
1: it
2: was
0: your
1: time. Fun. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I'm
2: definitely not as nervous as I was at the start. Mm. No, neither.
0: Getting into the flow of it makes you calm, yeah. I think. Um,
1: yeah, definitely. But yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you for your time. I don't really know what else I can say I think a lot of stuff has been said um but I thought we had a really interesting discussion um and I mean if you did too you can follow me follow the the podcast on Instagram at um content with this content if you just uh search that into Instagram you'll you'll find it um, and you can follow there for information about future episodes
2: Um,
1: Thank you for listening and please do join me for next month's episode.